best show we've ever done. <laughs> we've done nothing. Uh... All right, welcome in everybody to the Friday edition of Important Nonsense. Start sit. As always, we've got that FF nerd, Jason Draven, here with us. Jason, how you doing? Pretty good. It's Friday, man. Let's get into the weekend. Pretty good. We're back in the uh, Audiolis storage unit in Mesa, Arizona. So that means we also have my co-host again this week, Steve Bottom. I'm trapped, Neil. It's so scary. I'm so scared right now. Am I the only one in your underwear? No, no, no. We're all in our underwear. Okay. It's kind of hot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're all in our underwear. Uh, Underwear. Let it breathe, man. Yeah, that's a good call. We might, might get to that point. Getting a lot of sweat in the underwear today. Uh, anyway, hopefully they're bring... back over here in the passenger seat. Uh, hopefully they bring us some water at some point. Uncomfortable position, really. <laughs> well, it's dark in that corner. Uh, but anyway, I lot mean, the of one news... bit of good news that I do have, Neil, is did you know that we're the number one road assurance sponsored fantasy football podcast in the greater Nova Scotia area? That's right. That's Woo. right. Number Get that 50. key demographic. Number 53 Love. on the leaderboards, but number one in your hearts, importantnonsense.com. Love you, Nova Scotia. <laughs> uh, turn it on and rip the knob off. <laughs> All right. Well, we have an entirely jam-packed show today. Thursday Night Football Review, news and notes. And obviously, we got to get to trust and bust with some start-set action for you here on a Friday. So let's jump into Thursday. Uh, Jason, let's just kick it off with the Rams. Man. I know your – let's get into your take on golf. Let's get into that. Let's just – Take it away. Okay. I really think that he was moving the ball well. I know everybody doesn't see that, but a lot of those passes were right where they should be. Some They were a little high and a little low when he couldn't actually step into it, but he looked de- decent. And then, I mean, I just I felt like they had too many turnovers from that Everett, for example. That hit him in the hand, and that was just the unluckiest thing that the Seattle D-back was right there. Sure, sure. Sure. Everett's not good at really that great at football. I'm confused as to why they insist on using him as they have so far this year. That's why Cooper Cup is a target monster <laughs> in the red zone. It's <laughs> insanity. Like he's just not. I, I I wish that we had more analysis on that. But his he's got a lot of drops. He's got hands problems, and he's he's been the same player for years in Everett. It's not it's not new information. Like he's never been any kind of like breakout tight end candidate. I'm confused by why they insist on going to him. It's odd to me. They've been doing What's that. up, G? He had so many targets. I blew my mind. Hey, Steve, I'm sorry, but we're going to, I'm just now going to call attention to it so we can cut this out or not. <laughs> Who's Jake for our listening audience? <laughs> my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm confused. Uh, What's going on? Nolan. Steve is talking to his dog and his son and has forgotten to mute himself twice. And the first time I let it go, because I kind of laughed. And I was like, I'm just going to leave. He just said, Jake what's up, out. Jake? And I'm like, I just laughed. I'm like, you know, I was like, is it just be funny to have that in the background? Like, the way we've set this up already. I'm like, that's kind of funny. Just let it, just let that go. Just don't say anything. And no, no one acknowledged it. So I just let it go. Now we have to stop. <laughs> that's too distracting. Because he's yelling at Nolan, and I don't know why. That could be a number of different reasons. Okay. <laughs> to let the dog out. Ah, I told you, I have no audio control anymore, so I'm going to have to just sit here and manually click this that's button 3,000 times gonna, now. That's what so I was going to say. You that's kind of... Kinda... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So... I'm not trying to make him salty about it, but... <laughs> I have to Too do... late! 
I have to do that. I have to do that every time we record. It just requires you to look at the screen and click one button to talk. It's the same thing as having push to talk. I have it on my mic, so I'm just able to turn it off. And Well, that's what I have the mixer for, is the muting. And the mixer is disabled right now, and I forgot. <laughs> that's why you have the backup. That's why you also record. The, this should all just stay in. <laughs> Oh, I'm keeping this fascinating this information that everybody wants to know. Do whatever you do. This this podcast is already destroyed, but Nova Scotia still loves it. So you just do whatever you've got to do. Oh, I love right, how so he, puts, looks he, he puts all the blame on me, too, for his technical issues, ladies and gentlemen of America, if this does make it in. Somehow it's my fault that his audio <laughs> mixer doesn't work because Windows 10 updated and hates him. That's right. Neil did that to you. I called up Bill Gates and was like, hey, Billy Microsoft. Hook it up, dog. Push that Windows 10 update out to crash audio box. Uh, so and that's I'm so glad you, you finally admitted it, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. And now he that's, has a concussion. Let's just go it. straight into Cook yeah. and his concussion. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of concussions, God, what a terrible segue. I apologize <laughs> for that segue. God, you what a You don't terrible. because you love it. Uh, I... what a ter- that is the worst segue I've, of my <laughs> career. Oh, man. Brandon Cooks in the concussion protocol. Brutal. Cost you about a, he's got you about a six last week, and he's kind of been up and down for fantasy. So there's not a whole lot of analysis. I don't feel Jason other than no. you have a backup plan. You know what I mean? You're gonna need a backup plan. Also, Cooks, the, when you got Cooks, you knew he's not the hit most terrible guy. Yeah, yeah, and hit or miss. Yeah. So it's kind, you kind of you're playing with fire with it. So well, hopefully he'll be back yeah, next it's week. It's interesting. But. We had this discussion in the preseason about the three wide receivers in. LA, how they are all kind of lumped together, right? And the general consensus ADP was Cooks Woods. and then Woods and then Cup. And right now they're playing flipped Cup, Woods, Woods, Cooks. Yep. So I, I, I just thought it was there. nice that they kind of turned on itself. Well, it's also because Cooper Cup is still playing. We're finally getting we're we're getting to that point where this is normally where, unfortunately, in a few weeks from now, his seasons get cut short. I mean, this was our big argument, or at least it was my big argument in the uh, (laughs) preseason that last year before he got hurt, Cooper Cup was wide receiver four. He was dominating the league through week seven, and and then he got injured and missed the rest of the year. So, I mean, if he could stay healthy, he's unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's... uh... He's a man amongst boys out there. Uh, I don't know about unstoppable. Unstoppable implies like nothing could stop him, and I would say that's. But yes, uh, I I know I do know I do. Sure, I mean Bruce Willis in Unbreakable <laughs> drown, but right. Other right. than that, unstoppable is a train one. Jeez, have you guys? No, seen it's unbreakable. Unbra- it's still unbreakable. unbreakable. I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> it is unbreakable. Yeah. No, 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 it's still that's unbreakable. A person, but unstoppable. There's a train movie about that. About the train that is traveling too fast and. I think it has. Denzel You're thinking Washington. of the bus movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yes. I think it was called. The, no. I know. I think that was called the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> no, it was called Unstoppable. <laughs> Guys, you're killing me here. I'm telling you. This is the best show we've ever done. We've done nothing. Uh, uh, all right, so and it's yeah. working out just fine. Here's so let's get some real real analysis in here. Cooper Cup, if you can possibly buy it, if people are some. Buddy is worried about him getting hurt at this point. All three of us consensus. Yes, we're doing that. Hands, hands. Well, audio. Yes, vision, absolutely. Like 
Yeah, okay. I just don't understand how Cooper Cup is unstoppable is not analysis. I just don't understand that. <laughs> well, I, you qualified it with if he could stay healthy, which you shouldn't have to qualify unstoppable, is my point. Like, unstoppable doesn't have qualifiers is a thing. And also, I'm sure you could devise a way to stop him, but they're That's not the keen on point. him. You have Unbreakable, which you should have gone with for the reference, and been like, oh, except for when it rains and he breaks. Right, right. Look, that Superman would have been a better... is completely unstoppable unless you got Kryptonite, and then exactly. he's stoppable. So I don't understand. It's the same deal. It's the same deal, except Cooper Cup's Kryptonite just happens to be medical injuries. Health. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh. analysis. Hashtag analysis, exactly. All right. <laughs> Let's round out the Rams here with Todd Gurley. So, Are you another... guys worried about him, or is it just me? Can I, I trade mean, if him he's for two, If he's going to score two touchdowns a game, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. But I get what you're meaning of the uh, the decreased activity. He's not. He's only had, at one point in that game, he was only 60 touches uh, through... He was 60 touches through three weeks is the stat. And every other season of his career, he's been at like, 90 to 100 so it's a it's a big drop and he has not up until the thursday night game where he did score twice he has not been finding the end zone at that clip and malcolm brown's been involved shout out to uh to all the people that uh were recommending uh hey, my guy jack cavanaugh in the preseason no, well, jack cavanaugh was our guy uh who had it right with malcolm brown but we were actually i was trying to think of the uh the player darrell henderson yeah no not oh, even that daryl henderson yeah yeah early's not involved in the passing game which i think really hurts him too and i I don't understand why, because they were so successful last year with that screen pass to him and having him just do whatever he can. You know, I'm not that worried about Todd Gurley. I saw this stat the other day, and I thought it was amazing. I thought I'd share it with you guys. Uh, it looks like the Rams have the Cardinals twice on their schedule still. That's unbelievable. <sighs> They're scoring Todd eight Gurley times in those two fine. games. He is, he is going to score and then trade him and then get him off They his still team. play the Cardinals twice yeah. and the Bengals. Oh so I mean, there there's three fifties. So between that, <laughs> he's still gonna finish as a top ten yeah. running back. Well, it's like my Derrick Henry thing from last year, where he got all his points in like four weeks. Yeah, it'll it, still be right, and like it's that's just gonna it, take it still a while works. to get You're there. Still yeah. right. You're still right because the numbers are right. But it just you just didn't tell him that it was only gonna happen in this tiny little window. All right, so Jason, are you trying to move Todd Gurley? Then is that your is that where you're kind of driving to here? I, I want somebody who's more stable than that and doesn't require two touchdowns to be fantasy relevant, even a touchdown to be fantasy relevant. I mean, granted, I thought that Carson on the other side of the ball looked actually really good. Hold on, we're not we're not going to the Seahawks <laughs> yet. Let's we'll get I into am. that. No, we'll get into that in a minute. You'll have your time. Right, you'll have your time. Let's finish the Rams, like I said we would. So, okay. So, Steve, you're not ready to cut bait on Todd Gurley. We've got one person recommending to cut bait on Todd Gurley. And for me, I'd say if somebody wants to go ahead and offer you the moon, the sun, and the stars for Todd Gurley because they think it's Todd Gurley of last year and and they want to go ahead and give me I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. If you want to give me – look, if you want to give me like DeAndre Hopkins for – for Todd Gurley in some sort of in some sort of universe, I I might be inclined to look at that. Is my point? You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for okay. doing the drops for me. So, what are some running backs that you'd look at for Gurley? Just out of curiosity. I mean, I want to have an idea of where you oh, have for, the season. I mean, for me, uh, I mean, if we were going to do, you're talking about rest of season. Who would you play over Todd Gurley? Who would you want to, to be starting at? 
at running back over Todd Gurley rest of season if you can trade up into it. Because he just had a big game. Now it's going to be, oh, he's coming back. Everybody's going to be so hyped about it. What are you thinking? I mean, if it was me, you'd probably have to be trading up. If you're looking at running backs, it's going to be tricky because you're looking at trying to get one of like Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Zeke maybe. You could probably do Kamara pretty easily right now. David Johnson. Could you? Could you? Could you do it easily? I don't know about that. People are worried about it. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. So it'd be something like that. It'd have to be somebody that's like one of the the premier running backs. You know what I mean? If I'm doing it for another running back, I'm not going down to Marlon Mack. uh, uh, Why not? Le'Veon Bell. Because that's not. There's not enough meat on that bone for me. If I uh, straight up, I agree with you. But if I'm yeah. if I'm trading Todd Gurley and I'm getting Marlon Mack and a wide receiver, sure, yeah, that's different. That's different. I'm talking about straight up. That was the question I was asked. Was talking about what would I want to do straight up at running back? Because I already said I would want like DeAndre Hopkins or something like that, or a, a, if failing that, a nice receiver as well. But if you're yeah, talking about, I can we've get... talked about this with you and me in the past. Is that I, it's so extremely difficult to just do a one for one player yeah, for player. It really deal. is. So if you're gonna get, if you're gonna give up Todd Gurley, I feel like fine. If you could get Marlon Mack, sure. But you're gonna have to get something else to go with it. Because it's like, let's say I want to trade like Joe Mixon for Marlon Mack, I would have to be trading him like to a Bengals fan who's like yeah. super into Joe yeah. Mixon. He's like, oh my god, I need the potential. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking then, Jason? And then we need to roll off this topic. So what would you, what are you, what's your neighborhood? I would go down to even, I actually like Mac. He's fired. I know. I'm not doing, oh God, I I hate Aaron Jones. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we'll get into that later. It's in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Foreshadowing, shadowing. Perfect. So yeah, the, the, what's your neighborhood? Because Marlon Mack is kind of where I'm looking at. Like anybody who's splitting a backfield, I don't want. I'd prefer Gurley over any of those players. Like that's why I'm saying Mac is like the last train out of the station in those regards. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. he's kind I of the last do. guy besides Mixon. You could go to Mixon, but I know your feelings on Joe Mixon. That's why I didn't go there. Melvin Gordon was already thrown out. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I would do, absolutely. If I could get Bell for Gurley right now, all that workload, I'll yeah. Well, it'd be hard that. to do. It'd be hard to do straight up. I mean, it's all it, that's that's an interesting one. But okay, let's let's move off the topic. But it's uh, so your neighborhood is anybody who's not splitting carries with somebody else. Yeah, there you go. So let's go through the Seahawks here. Let's clip through it quick. Uh, Russell Wilson. So uh, the best fullback playing quarterback in the NFL. Look good again. And uh, they're not really having him run as much. And now when he does run, he immediately slides. They've got him on that. They've got that drilled into his skull. As Steve and I've been talking about, that's not new. That's been manifesting over the last like two seasons, but now he's really seeming to kind of get into a stride with it. What made me kind of smile a little bit, though, was uh, I was impressed with how well he was moving in the pocket, but also how well he was escaping the pocket and then reversing field. But instead of even looking to run first, he's looking to throw every time now. He's just looking to throw, and it's it uh, it's paying off for him. So, Jason, how did you feel? How are you feeling about Russell Wilson these days? I agree. I think he's leveling up for sure. Uh, being able to do that is a good step for him. And like you said, I, him being able to step up or slightly move out of the pocket and actually run around with bringing up that coverage that normally people are worried about him running, so that immediately pulls off the DBs and cornerbacks to come up to protect him from running. 
It's how Disley and keeps open getting people open. Up. It's how and Disley it keeps getting open. It's it's, well, it's or your boy Carson open. was wide open from him stepping up to. We'll the get into Carson in a second. That's also the Rams' fault. They didn't cover him at all. He would have been open if he would. He could have underhanded Jason. No, he pulled back. That's why Wilson went up to the line like he was going to run, pulled back and saw Carson and just floated it over. Who was open? Kaleeb. He was please uh, wide open. Anyway, let's get into Chris Carson then. Let's let's just go ahead and go ahead and ex- just go go on your go on your Chris Carson deal. You Man, he's just. I know. I'm so excited. Okay, he looks good. He does. I don't. I don't know why they have Penny there. I mean, he's great if Carson goes out, but right now he is a train. He is unstoppable. That's the way you use unstoppable. He's just going to truck through anything, and he just he finds extra yards. And I don't understand how he's able to do it so effectively, but he's doing it, and it's it's going to be great all season. I don't see there being any issues with him running the ball. Sure, when Jason says unstoppable, it's analysis. But when Steve says unstoppable, it's, it's not crazy pills. It's it's he see he actually provided like follow ups. He didn't just say unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, because it's unstoppable. I stop at unstoppable because why do I have to follow that up? It sums everything up for me. You know. This, By the this way, everybody what... loves Russell Wilson, and he looks so good because even when he throws the ball away, his receivers catch it for touchdowns. That did happen. Fact. I was watching it. I'm like, he's throwing that out. He's throwing it away. Oh, hey. All right. But, yeah, oh, hey, Chris Carson. Luck, it's a freak. My whole thing was, Jason, welcome to the show. We've been talking about what you just talked about for two years. <laughs> that if Chris Carson could avoid having his leg broken, that he would be an absolute monster for them. And we, too, are confused about Rashad Penny being drafted. Hence, why I say Pete Carroll sends you up texts to any running back in the league and to any cheerleader he happens to run across. That's defensible. That happened at USC. <laughs> so there is a lot of upside, though, on Chris Carson. So Chris Carson, then, fine. Fine. Let's do this for your little game, then, real quick. Todd Gurley. Uh, Todd Gurley, if I can get Chris Carson in what? Or are you doing Todd Gurley for Chris Carson? Watkins. Okay, so Carson and Watkins for Todd Gurley. I'd be, I would be that on that all day. I would take that all day. Oh, I know Steve. Watkins is going. I know to Steve him. agrees. Yeah, he's no, going to be probably, unlocked when Hill's back. I'd probably, I'd probably do that depending on what your receivers. The, that's we also talked about that on Wednesday that uh, that Watkins, Watkins should return to form when he's not getting blanket covered. Uh, yeah, getting all the all right. you know. And then the final note from the Thursday night game, uh, we kind of mentioned him already. Uh, Will Disley. Another My nice game. Hand. Yeah, probably going to need to be owned in like 100% of leagues and is basically staring down top 10 tight end moving forward at this point. So if you if you won the waiver wire lottery on that. At this pace, he's staring down top five. Top five. That's yeah, what I was thinking. That, there you go. <laughs> top five, top six. That's- I meant more like rankings weekly. He's going to be in the top five. He won't fall out of the top 10. You know what I mean? He might finish in the top five, but that there you go. He's at the pace that they're thinning out. Yeah, he'll probably be in the top five. Uh, and then Lockett, nice to see him kind of round back into form. Uh, DK Metcalf also caught a touchdown. Nice to see that. Uh, my big to. note was my big note was the Rams defense. Just after the last, they look, they just look not like the defense that we've seen in the past. So I don't know what's happened in the last two weeks, but two really lackluster performances back, back on tape, back to back. The football preview. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. No, not that football. Aw, the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's the one. You just don't understand football. News. Good news, everyone. Extra, extra, read all about it. And stats. 
you need to win. You play to win the game. On the Important Nonsense Podcast. Let's roll into the news here. So we're just going to rapid fire some of this. Just a couple things to keep in mind. You got the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions on the bye this week. So uh, you got one team on the bye this week. Uh, <laughs> the other one. Yep. Preston, if you got Preston Williams, find other options. It's the only Dolphin. I know I do. So <laughs> I've been filling and I, in. And I will. Uh, all right. We, all right. Let's just kind of rip through them. So at quarterback, you got Josh Allen still kind of in the concussion protocol. Uh, he's going to kind of come down to a game time decision on Sunday. So if you've been playing the Josh Allen stack as, uh, as many of us have in DFS, if you read our DFS content, uh, probably not going to be a good idea to try and roll that this week. Shout out to Aiden. Shout out to Aiden. Bill's mafia. Woo. (laughs) So we'll, uh, (laughs) go through a flaming table. So we'll, we'll see, uh, on that one, but game time decision. I'd have a backup plan. Uh, Gardner Minshew with a knee, uh, this is really sad. Just as his career is taking off, the hero that America needs, the blue-collar, working-class hero. He wasn't. He's the perfect representation of Jacksonville. He is the living embodiment of that town. If he wasn't playing quarterback in the NFL, he'd be doing porn. <laughs> Thank you, Jason, for pinging me that article about them actually offering him that job. That's hilarious. I had to, man. It's so The funny. legend of Gardner Minshew continues to grow. It's the greatest mustache in football. It's amazing. He, his whole deal is amazing. Uh, so those are your two quarterbacks. You got Vance McDonald still recovering. Uh, hasn't really practiced all this week. He's got a shoulder injury. Uh, I would also have another arrangement for that. At least it's not the late game. It's an 11 o'clock game, so you should be able to find other arrangements. Uh, not interested in anybody else on the Steelers, so look outside of that team. And uh, Mark Andrews, not on the final injury report. So the saga of him being on and off injury every week continues, but you should feel feel free to deploy him as you otherwise would. Sounds Go like ahead and rule. He's way on the field. He does. <laughs> he does. Uh, go ahead and rule out now Sam Darnold uh, with his spleen. This is not good. Spleen injury, mono. That's He's all died. bad. You need your spleen. Uh, you need your spleen. Um, ask Chris Sims about what life is like without a spleen. And for those of us who are old enough to remember, that was brutal. <laughs> that was well, you brutal. don't need it. It just you don't want it to rupture on you. So it's like you don't you want to take care of that. Uh, this is a weird one. We're going to go to the Washington R's. Uh, Colt McCoy is going to be starting. And I like the note. Uh Oh, that really <laughs> does sum it up. Uh, why God? So why there? Yes. Oh my God. Why? Uh, so Colt McCoy, because the NFL is hilarious like this. And some guys get all the chances in the world. It reminds me of Sam Bradford. Uh, we'll be starting. And there's rumors that Gruden is going to get fired at the end of this game, no matter what happens. And, uh, yeah, just, it's all, it's all bad. So we may, end up, <laughs> we may end up with Haskins out there again. We'll see what happens. It seems like the Washington franchise is in total free fall. Speaking of them, uh, Vernon Davis is now in the concussion protocol. He, I believe, has been ruled out of already as of today, along with Jordan Reed. So the hits Jeremy keep on. Sprinkle fans rejoice. Yes, the hits keep on coming for the R's. Uh, so we got some players to look at briefly. So if you're going to be without somebody and you need, we got some quality pickups here last minute for Andy Dalton, uh, which I know, I know I threw up a little bit as I said it, but they've actually, he's actually been putting up points this year and they haven't completely tanked the season yet. 
Uh, and it's Kirk, the Cardinals. <laughs> and it's the Cardinals. That's very important to point out. Kirk Cousins. I didn't write that. So who wrote Kirk Cousins? Speak for yourself. Go. I, I can't help it. He, I just feel like he's, you know, Diggs might not be there, but I think he's going to have to throw because of all of his sucking up this week to Thielen. He actually apologized. I don't understand why. Just play your game. I think he's going to passing more. It's going to be to Thielen, maybe Diggs, and definitely Cook. So okay. I just feel like he's going to have a decent enough game to give you that floor that you want that's 15 to 18 points. Not super enthused about it. I'd rather see if Jacoby Brissett is still on any of the play. Looking at things like that. Uh, if, he was if too high on my list. If, if... <laughs> he was like at 55% uh, okay. owned. So that that's good. For the, that's practical for the list, but at 55, <laughs> I will use it as a PSA. That's still 45% of leagues. Go check. Like It's worth checking. That's still high enough. Uh, my favorite is actually uh, Teddy Bridgewater this week. I think yep, he has a Teddy decent Bridge. message. Matchup, I think he's going to be able to move around and he's going to pass the ball. Kamara uh, has caused some issues, and I'm not a huge fan of it, but I think that Bridgewater look, has looked decent throwing the ball, and he's a backup for a reason, but he will get a job done. I, He's not running enough for my taste, and I, I, I'm not 100% sold on it. But to be honest with you, given the buys and the limited issues with this, I can't poke too many holes in that because the matchup is pretty tasty. Uh, and then this is one that I that I love, so I'll let you go for it. Chase Daniels. Why don't you love Chase Daniels? He's going to work out just fine. I've seen Chase Daniels play football (laughs) several times. (laughs) He'll be fine. I'm not too worried. In a regular game, in a regular circumstance, I would totally back you up. I never, ever, 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 ever stream the London game. Ever. Refuse. It's too unpredictable. Yeah. And that's that's why I put him on there. Because he's in London. I think he's going to be able to throw. It's the Raiders. I'm not worried about it. I think he'll be fine. Another Again, decent if it's floor. The Raiders. I cannot. In a regular scenario. I, in a regular I'm scenario. Fine. I'm fine with some of this. If I'd be okay. Traveling to London. I don't screws with teams. Yeah. Do not want. I, I'm avoiding Chase Daniel. I neither Steve nor I can go there with you. But I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, let's do a couple tight ends, quick hitters. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle. Great yes. last. Great last I name. Do. Now finally getting all the opportunity. Uh. I my only note here is that I like the idea. Uh, I'm just worried about the actual practical execution of it with Colt McCoy and people possibly getting fired and this the noise that accompanies doing this. He needs somebody to save him, so I'm leaning with Sprinkle to do it and Thompson to do it. He's going to be the closest option, and I'm I'm terrified for his life against the Patriots. <laughs> so ho- hopefully he isn't dead when he come back Monday and ugh. I think that game's so gonna get so out of control that I'm afraid of all. Uh, Jared Cook. This is a this is a kind of a, a, a contrarian take a little bit given Cook's production. So, what do you like about Jared Cook specific to this week and possibly moving? Well, I kind of I I know people don't believe it, but the Buccaneers are actually pretty decent against the run, and so I think Cook is going to be that close uh, player, close enough player, and I don't think there's enough other options. I think it's going to be him and Thomas getting all the targets because it's shorter, they're not going to have the time to have that play develop as much. So. See, this is where I'm going to push back on you a little bit, because I think is actually going to have a struggle running the ball, because the Buccaneers do have a good run defense. That's borne out, and it was true in the past. Uh, where they're bad is the secondary. So I think you're going to see a lot of dump-offs to Kamara to try and offset some of the pressure with Teddy Bridge, and they might try and do some dump-offs to Jared Cook. But their linebackers are actually pretty good, and I think they're good enough. I think their linebackers are good enough in coverage to cover Cook. 
and I don't think they're good enough to cover Kamara. So that's, I think, how you and I see the game shaping different. Because that's my way I look at that, is their linebackers, I don't know if they can cover uh, Kamara, but they probably, I think, can cover Cook. So, Yeah, but he's also bigger than Kamara. That, that was the other big part of it, is that having that size will help him. Steve, what do you think? Any interest in Jared Cook this week? No. All right. Tyler Eifert. You might as well play him while you got him. They're running out of bodies. I can see how he makes the I'm actually more interested in Tyler Eifert than I would be some of these other names. Uh, because they're John Ross to the IR, as we mentioned on Wednesday. It's the Tyler Boyd show by himself again. He's really not great at that. Uh, so there you go. At this point, we should probably pivot into running backs, Jason. Let's clip through these. Uh, Damian Williams is coming back this week, so that really only impacts the other people in his backfield. We talked about that on Wednesday. LaShawn McCoy, the starter. Williams, the change of pace. Uh, Daryl Williams, nothing more than a roster or a bench spot right now, but I'd still keep him Handcuffed. rostered. Exactly. Uh, Marlon Mack, you're going to have to check in on Sunday morning on that. He's been uh, he's been limited. He's been kind of in and out. Um, love Naheem Hines if he's not going to play. Uh, James Conner is not listed on the final injury, uh, injury report, so it looks like he's going to kind of um, do whatever. He's he going to be a full go. Uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, again, check back on on Sunday. Uh, that one's a true like game time decision from what I can see. Um, Rex Burkhead, uh, he's got a foot injury, but it looks like he's going to give it a go. But check back on Sunday morning to confirm that. There's always the chance he gets surprised deactivated. And then everybody's favorite, uh, Devin Singletary. Uh, with the hammy, he might play this week. So we'll have to see. Uh, you could go ahead and expect to be out with uh, Saquon Barkley one more week. He is uh, he is inactive. Um, Trying to be super, super, superhuman, but not quite there. Not yet. Uh, players to look at, we already mentioned. Probably a couple more weeks, but at prob- least this week. Yeah. Probably. So go ahead and Naheem Hines and Jalen Samuel, two names to keep in mind. Uh I like the Samuels, even if Connor plays, if you were desperate, it's not a bad choice. Yeah, I wish he had that tight end designation back so bad, though. That right, would that would be amazing. Also, a good time to remind people that Frank Gore, even if Singletary plays, has outplayed Singletary all season long, so don't be scared away if Devin Singletary is back in the snapped. Oh, boy, here we go. We don't have time to rehash that argument. We'll do it later. Uh, Keith... Uh, for wide receivers, keep in mind, John Ross, as we mentioned, is on IR. Chris Hogan is also on IR. Functionally, he's been on IR all season. Uh, up in the air, uh, just just be prepared uh, for Juju Smith-Schuster to be like a game-time call. He is pretty questionable, so we'll see if he actually gets out there, but he has been practicing kind of limited. Uh, Edelman, <laughs> uh, with his chest injury that he picked up that limited him last week, uh, he's he's going to be he's on track to play more than likely. T.Y. Hilton actually has returned to practice and has practiced on back-to-back days, uh, so there's a good chance that he will be out there for you on Sunday night. But be aware that is the Sunday night game, so if you're rocking that, uh, just be aware that you probably need to have some sort of backup plan. Chester Josh Rogers. Gordon, what's that? Chester, Chester Rogers. Rogers. No, thank you. Uh, Josh Gordon. Uh, well, he's available. Josh Gordon's knee, it looks like uh, he's going to be uh, check on the, the Sunday morning inactives for him too, but uh, he's dealing with a knee. Uh, looks like he's more than likely going to end up playing. Uh, Jarvis Landry has been progressing through the concussion protocol, and it looks like he's going to clear it. Uh, having the extra day, I think, will really help that too. Um, so feel free to play Landry uh, on Monday night. Christian Kirk has already been ruled out for week five with an ankle injury. He was ruled out Wednesday. Mike Williams says he's playing Sunday. I would definitely check on that. As we know, players are not usually the best people to ask about that. 
He said so last week too, though, and he played. Yep. They he also else, they have to play. They, that's, that's kind of the that's the better that's the better point. I think they don't have they're running so thin. He's also out there making full extension catches because science. Terry McLaurin, who you've probably been relying on, still dealing with that hammy. He more than likely, I would think, is not going to play, but they have not officially ruled him out. So uh, so check in on that. Tyrell Williams has been really questionable and is also a game time decision with a foot injury. So we'll see if he's able to give it a go. I'm thinking I know, that's a no. I'm it's thinking it's Bears a no. In London, it's I'm thinking that's a no, too. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that's a no. And then Michael Gallup, I think, is going to make his return this week. That's what people seem to be hopeful. He's going to go out for warm-ups and test it. I think he's Michael gonna... Gallup doesn't play. I would be, too, but they sound like they're giving him a real chance. So I'm just reading the reports. Like, we'll see. We'll see what what happens formally with it. But you can definitely expect to be without Deshaun Jackson. He's already been ruled out. You can also... Uh, Deshaun, Devontae Adams, as we mentioned on Wednesday, was probably not going to play. That has also been made official. He is not playing. And then, Steve, uh, you want to just go ahead and do a little dance or a jig real quick, and then we'll we'll move into to trust or bust about this piece of news. Tyreek Hill is not playing this week. He'll be back next week. I mean, feel bad for Sammy. Talked about it. No, oh, yeah, it could have been a breakout is, game for him. This is great, too, because oh. this gives you more time to buy low on Sammy Watkins. So I agree. Go right true. Ahead. That's true. Go right it ahead. does do that. All right, so just a quick wide receivers to look at. These are easy. We did a lot of these on Wednesday for recap. MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling uh, should be owned uh, anytime Devontae Adams isn't playing. Uh, Geronimo Allison is a uh, is also a riser because of that. Um, Chester Rogers because of the opportunity, although I will warn you, Chester Rogers' skill set is limited. Uh, Philip Dorsett, that's a good one. Antonio Callaway returns from his suspension and is a really solid player when he can happen to like keep himself in the lineup and on the field. And then Auden Tate's a good one. Auden Tate hopes to kind of make a big step forward in his career uh, for the Bengals with John Ross going down. Really, he's just been playing special teams. So we'll finally get a chance to see what he can actually do <laughs> this week and probably quite a bit moving forward. So that's a good one. Uh, possibly as a long-term pickup as well. Fantasy season is in full swing, but you can get covered with Roto Assurance for your DFS team. All you have to do is draft your team on any DFS platform out there, then head over to rotoinsurance.com and fill out the daily fantasy insurance form. All they need is some basic information like your name, email, how much the contest entry fee is, and the player that you want to insure. When you're doing that, you can enter promo code NONSENSE, that's N-O-N-S-E-N-S-E, to get 20% off of your coverage. If your insured player gets injured in the first half and does not return for the second half of the game due to that injury, then you're covered. You get your full entry fee back to that DFS contest. So what do you have to lose? Head on over to rotoassurance.com, use promo code NONSENSE to save 20% on your plan, and remember that injuries can happen at any time, so sign up today. Trust me. Trust? I'm asking you to trust me. Or busts. You make any kind of mistake and boom. Players to start. That a fish could trust you up. Trust your instincts. Players that should sit. Go ahead and take a seat. Take a seat right over there. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Helping you set your lineup. Don't make the same mistake I made. To win your week. Gotcha. Can't win, don't try. On the Important Nonsense Podcast. And remember, don't trust anyone over 30. All right, let's rip it for the weekend. Let's get you set up and ready to go for 
Sunday. Trust or bust. Let's go right into QBs. Jason, what QBs do you like this week for QB Trust? Well, you ruined one of them earlier, so I have to say I'm impressed that you said it, but it's Jacoby Brissett chasing points against the Chiefs. You got to love it. Even without that, the past three w- weeks, he's been a top 12 quarterback. You got to play him. Oh, look, he's, he scoffs at our Brissett last week. He scoffs at us Brissett last and week. And now, all of a sudden, he's a trust. Well, well, yeah. well. And then he's QB6, and Steve and Neil are right. And well, well, well. How the turntables well. turn. Turn. Table. Continue to keep going. <laughs> yes. Turning. Yes, that, that is absolutely how that's working over there, Mr. <laughs> I'm just going to try and Jedi mind trick the two people that do this show with me into thinking that I didn't say I don't want Jacoby Brissett two weeks ago. I remember you. I know you. Yeah. It worked out. These are not the trusts you want. (laughs) Exactly. Jacoby Brissett has been a monster uh, to this point, and he was QB6 last week. Steve and I have both been high on him. If you can go and get Jacoby Brissett, I say do it. If you've been holding out hope for, you know, if you're a Mitchell Trubisky guy or Kirk Cousins, you've been holding out hope for some of these guys. It's kind of a, nah, uh, just go get Brissett. And what's what's oh, I see another name on here. So yeah, let's go. Teddy get, Bridgewater, man. He, oh, I yeah, told we you guys earlier. I like him. Yeah. All right. He's into, the Teddy, he's into <laughs> the Teddy Bridge. We'll reference our conversation from Teddy Bridgewater about his feelings on Bridgewater. Jason's feelings on Bridgewater having to do a lot of throwing because they have a because ter- the Bucks have a terrible secondary. And his receivers will be open. It. Yep, I, it's not it's not bad analysis. I just I'm not completely sold on the argue, the narrative part of it about Kamara struggling. Hey, I picked uh, him up in two leagues to stream him this week, so uh, I'm going with Bridgewater. We'll check it out. Well, believe me, this will be a topic again next week. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go right into the bus then, because I know that you're going to go against me again here, because you're, you're talking bad about my man. You're talking bad about it, my man. guy. It's it's too perfect. After last week, okay. I can't defend him like I normally. <laughs> he he hasn't. <laughs> It's Dak Prescott. He hasn't had real tough games. Now that he's getting into better defenses, I think he struggles. He's going to have, if he's passes, it's going to be short passes. He's not going to be able to break anything off with Cooper. I don't think it's going to happen. And we kind of talked about it earlier in the pre-show, and it's just Tyrone's out. And so I think they're going to focus more on the run because that's a big issue in Green Bay is that they're not good at running or defending the run. And so... They are not C. Howard, comma, Jordan. I, 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 I'm going to disagree with you uh, on Dak being a bust. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to, to go there. I still have him to start this week. Steve, are you are you dropping Dak to a bust this week? We Outside saw how 12? atrocious that that Green Bay offense or defense was last week, but they've had the extra time to prepare for it. Uh, I think, you know, Dak, for me, I think is still real solid play this week. I've, I've still got him top five. Okay, it's so. it's going to be a back and forth game. This, like I said, I feel like this one turns into a shootout. All right, so it's two. We're going to go. We're going to split that one two to one. Uh, let's pivot into running backs because these are these are always some of the most polarized. So fire away, Jason, for trust at running back. Who do you like? Hey, everybody's worried about it. Okay, and it's Melvin Gordon. I I think that it's still an Eckler game. He's going to do great like he's been doing, but they're going to start mixing Gordon in, and because of who they're facing, I'm I think they. He'll be fine. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get a touchdown. Like he's just going to be a safe play. And then on that same kind of line, if he's back, it's Tevin Coleman. I really like this week. I think that he is going to be the red zone guy. He's going to get uh, Mostert out of the way, and he's going to be the red zone and passing down guy. Yeah. Okay. He takes wrong. He's going to get someone out of the way, but it's not Raheem Mostert. 
Is it Jeff Wilson? It, he's going to take Jeff Wilson and Matt Breida's job <laughs> and combine them. And Mostert is still the third down pass catcher. I don't know what you and America don't understand about this. Well, they watched Mostert put the ball on the turf in a really ugly way last week. And I think that might be influencing part of it. And he still got run. He did. That was what I found encouraging, actually. After he made a horrible blunder, they put him back out there. There has been a world of turnover at the running back position in San Francisco. And the entire time Kyle Shanahan has been there, the one thing that has stayed the same is Raheem Mostert. He's not going anywhere. He's he's like the Peyton Barber of the 49ers. He just keeps hanging around for no apparent reason. <laughs> he's just but he's there, and he's getting enough, the run. Just good enough to do it, to hang on. Uh, with Melvin Gordon, I have him as, as a this week for sure. I also have Eckler as a start this week. I see this a little bit differently. I think this is the one week where it's going to be a, a true 50-50 platoon between the two of them. And then next week, you can go ahead and put Melvin Gordon back in your top five running backs for the most part. Uh, I know Steve's going there right now. I saw his ranking. Steve has Melvin Gordon at running back four. Gordon top five. I have Eckler top 20. Yep. So I think they just dominate on the ground, especially with the injuries to the wide receivers. So, yeah, I, I can see that happening. I've got them both as firm starts. You're playing both guys, and I think you can expect big days from both of them. Uh, with Coleman... Uh, I, I really want to wait and see until we get final clarification on his, his injury. So um, if you have Coleman and you've been looking to deploy him, maybe you'll get some good news. Uh, so for busts, uh, let's just try and nail him down. So who, who don't you like this week, Jason? Who, who, should, who should our listeners avoid? They're not going to like it, but uh, because both of them are dominating uh, after last week. But Wayne Gallman, okay, is going up against the Vikings. Granted, they're not the best run defense. That's they have their issues, but they get Gallman gets a lot of touches. Looks great, but man, Vikings only give up twenty point three fantasy points per game to the running back, and that's that's a better competition than Wayne Gallman, who, granted, will get a lot of touches, but I not somebody I'm trusting this week. And then uh, Aaron Jones, Williams is out again. Even then, he's not getting enough touches for my liking. He's not catching it enough, and it's Dallas. I think that he's going to uh, Rogers is going to throw. He's going to spread the ball around. It's going to be Jimmy Graham and MVS and Allison, and then okay, let's change it up and give Jones a run. But I, I just don't see him having a good week unless his butt falls into the end zone, and that could happen. But I think it's going to be more Graham's area. Yeah, we talked about this the other day, too. Like, Goldman didn't even get the full run. Uh, They were mixing in other players. They couldn't give him the full run. And what made his day was the two touchdowns. And part of that was them controlling the clock and having the lead. And it's going to be a better matchup this week. So I feel like it's going to be difficult for them to uh, to actually control the game and control the clock like that. So more passing, less running when he's not getting the full run. So I totally agree. The Wayne Gallman hype has gone out of control. He also yeah, has a neck injury, so something else to he, keep he in mind. Yeah, Aaron Jones. The one thing that might throw a little cold water on your on your argument is just the fact that James probably isn't playing this week, so he would actually get the entire job, such as it is, to himself. So he might get inflated just on a rising tide lifts all boats. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, might get maybe. inflated just on having more 
opportunities because he's not having to share. Not having Adams, but he also didn't have Williams last week for he a majority of the snaps. He did. It's, so, it's totally fair. It's just that's Jamal that's Williams was injured on what like the third play of the game basically, and yeah, Aaron Jones yeah, still roughly. didn't get the full workload. Like he Matt Lafleur, yeah. Matt Lafleur hates hates loves hates. running back by committee. He does he's, not ever want to have one guy exactly. So even when you think Aaron Jones has the job, he doesn't. Even was having he was only out so. there on sixty one percent of the snaps last week. Yep. So like it's, it's out, so. with, so that's the one, that's the one thing that could run contrary. We'll see how the game goes, but I, I agree with you for the most part that, uh, you know, I, we've been saying it all season. I don't want to own Aaron Jones. I don't want the Packers running backs. I don't trust any of this. Like LaFleur is not somebody I want running the show for us. Uh, so let's wide receiver fire away. Who do you like this week? It's getting ugly out there. Um, so I, I'm going to say Will Fuller, I think, will have the best chance at scoring a touchdown this week. I think he really just torches the Falcons' defensive backs and cornerbacks, and it's just I feel like he's finally going to be unlocked, and Hopkins is going to also have a huge week. I just see these two going off. And then uh, Michael Gallup, if he's healthy, which I think he's going to play because they need him. I mean, I'm fine with Cobb. He doing great but Gallup is that guy who really sparks the offense in my opinion I don't think Cooper can do it he's more elusive he's harder to get and I just really appreciate his play I think he's a solid fantasy wide receiver and looking good when he's back so if he's healthy I'm playing him and of course if Hilton is out I'm playing Chester Rogers last week he was on the field 71% of the time he should get easy coverage he sh- and Brissett's going throw I mean you guys we were high on Jacoby okay <laughs> with that doesn't in mind, mean I have to like Chester Rogers. Like it doesn't, and this is where I, this is the hell I will die on. Uh, Jack Doyle, oh. Eric Ebron, Paris Campbell. He'll throw it up in the air and catch it himself, like Nelson Muntz did in that episode of The Simpsons where Bart played football before he throws it to Chester Rogers. I'm fine Marcus with Will Mariana Fuller playing off against <laughs> the. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm happy with Will Fuller. I'm I'm great with you. I'm right there with you on Will Fuller and Michael Gallup. I can't go there with. You. Chester Rogers. I'm not. I'm not interested. Uh, if Kenny Stills plays, I'd rather have Kenny Stills than Will Fuller. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, that's a good call. If he's going to play, that's he's pretty questionable with the hammy. So we'll uh, we'll is, see how that. But if he's healthy goes. and plays, uh, and I T.Y. Really Hilton, uh, even in even in the course of us writing these notes, which was literally today, <laughs> uh, the uh, worked on it. T.Y. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is looking more and more likely to play, so that may just be a moot point. So let's go right into busts. Well, we talked about it earlier. I don't think Tyrell is going to make the trip now, but I do think that even if he was, he's not going to be able to burn the Chicago Let's defense. not spend a whole lot of time so. on that. Tyrell's probably not playing. Uh, Stefan Diggs is one we already started talking about. Talking about two. More fertile territory. Yeah. Do you think he'll be deactivated? Do you think he's going to play, period? Hard I don't know. He's just – that's right the now. issue. And he's – granted, this year, okay – it's way down. He's been only targeted 19 times. He's got 13 of them, and he's averaging 11 yards per catch, which is pretty solid. But he wants more volume, and he wants to play wide receiver. He's not there to be a blocker, and I just I'm worried about it. I, I I'm not trusting him no matter what, and it 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 makes me uncomfortable to talk about somebody with this much talent being on a team that doesn't want to throw the ball. A lot of noise surrounding him right now with the trade demands and the. Will he, won't he play? Does he have a back injury? Or is this all just some sort of thing? Could he end up in Buffalo? A lot of noise. So if you have other options, I could understand not playing Diggs just because you're afraid of it. The worst thing that could happen is you start him and then they, they don't scratch him and they just don't play him as some sort of punishment. That would be horrible. So that's, I think, your worst case scenario, Diggs. So I could understand if you have other options and you want to go away from it uh, doing that this week. Um, what about the last one here? Sammy Watkins. Not a fan yeah. this week? 
Well, I mean, I would be if Hill was back, but he's not, and he's still getting all the coverage of being a one, which yep. once Hill's okay. back, they don't have that somebody to pull away from him, and he's going to not get the that open look that he has been getting. Granted, he is a target leader still. With we covered that. We covered all that ad nauseum on the Wednesday show. That is that is beautiful analysis right there with uh, uh, with Sammy. So what what are you thinking? One more week once Tyreek yeah. Hill gets back. Once and then, Hill's back, he's he's yeah. unlocked. Okay, yep, exactly. Okay, so we, up, we, covered, we covered that on the Wednesday show, and Jason, you're you're right in alignment with Steve and I, where it's like, yeah, he'll he'll to your to your parlance, he'll he'll level up, he'll go back to getting that softer coverage, it'll be beautiful. Um, so let's just rock through tight end here because there's there's tight end is so brutal that we wish we could be more help to you, but but it's, it's not so, so brutal. Jimmy Graham, right? I don't understand why is he still Woo! there? He's so good, and this is going to be last week. When well, Adams went out, relative. he got good as a relative okay. term. Okay, based on how many targets he's going to get, he's going to be so good. <laughs> he should get the red zone looked. When Adams went out last week, he his looks and Jones looked both got increased. It should be a decent scoring game. I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to be a tight end 12 easy this week, and I'm not worried about it. At the same point, we have Tyler Eifert, also somebody who's going against the team that sucks against tight ends. Play him. Why? He has 10%. I don't understand what the problem is. They have no other options. They have Boyd. They have Mixon, who they won't really throw to, but Geo's there. And then Eifert and Tate. Like, he's has that report. Throw in the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think those are your two safe, safe choices. You should be able to find them. It should be easy top 12 weeks for him. I have no pushback to any of that. Nope, I agree. I agree with all of it. Like, and... So let's just do the busts because these these might be a little bit more surprising. These are salty. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, I think uh, okay, Delaney Walker is going against the best air defense in the league. All right, I'm not. I just the Bills are good. I I don't understand why people aren't understanding that, but their defense is really good. They're not going to allow their number one target for Mariota to run rampant. It's not going to happen. And then you have Greg Olson, who Looked good two weeks ago, but now I'm just, I, you don't know with Kyle Allen. You don't know who's going to throw to. It seems like uh, Curtis Samuel is his number one target at this point, and everybody else is just kind of there with, well, I guess, number one, that's an actual receiver, and then you have CMC who's just taking over and helping him anywhere he can. So yep. I, I just don't seem to well. have. Yeah, by far, on yeah. most teams. <laughs> I was going to say, probably like, as far as skill position players go, I've got him number one for fantasy purposes. If you were doing real rankings, he'd be like number one anyway. He's probably top five, nothing else. Um, it hurts my heart, uh, the Delaney Walker, but I do agree with you to a point. Uh, tight end is so brutal, though, that you may not have too many other options. That's kind of the frustrating point of it, unfortunately. Tyler Eifert's probably out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the only reason I brought him up. I mean, look, you the have thing that too is. Yes, the Bills have played really well against the pass game so far this season. But, I mean, when you look at what A.J. Brown has done over the last couple of weeks, they're definitely not going to just let him attack them in the secondary. They're going to focus on him. So it's not like Delaney Walker is going to be the primary focus of the defense. And to this point, the Bills haven't really played any tight ends. So, I mean, the numbers are kind of you know misleading there. Which I understand, but at the same point, I also see them 
getting their way on the ground. The Titans should be able to run the ball pretty well. And that's part of the reason I also have Walker there is that they're going to dump it off to Lewis. Highly unlikely, but more than it's more likely going to be Henry. So, I mean, it's not like I'm saying, oh, he's a must start, but I'm saying it's it's uh, it's right on the border for me. That is fair. I also have Walker at 10. uh, So I do. I do know. uh, I do know what you mean. Um, I just wouldn't be playing Tyler Eifert uh, over him. That's just kind of kind of where I where I roll the dice with it. Well, hopefully you didn't spend all your fab budget on Greggles. <laughs> I got him for seven bucks. Okay, good. No, good. That's actually a really, that's a pretty square deal right there for him because Steve and I have been concerned. We going back to our pre-show shows about, I mean, Greg Olson, we're sure he'll have some good games, you know what I mean? But it's like the relative health and week to week with tight end and all those different things that it's so just fluky. So yeah, Kyle let's, Allen's look good though. So he has and, actually. I was going to say Kyle Allen is. Greg Olson is a is a guy that he has trusted as his check down that he's been looking to. So I I'm not scared at all about yeah, behind Greg Christian Olson McCaffrey. I mean yeah. that's that's what you're really looking at, right? But it's also the right. Jags. Yeah, I think he's the number two option Jags. on that offense right now. And the Jags don't scare me as much as they used to. Well, no, because they're literally they're playing this weird. They're playing this weird style of defense right now with Ramsey out. They're literally giving up. 331 like rushing yards or passing yards like total like passing yards and then they're also generating they're giving up and generating the same amount of offense and defense they're perfectly balanced they're the, the Thanos team it's bizarre they even did it against Denver they let Denver move the ball on that Denver can't move the ball I watch all the Broncos games I live here they can't move the ball on anyone if I mean if Flacco can pick you apart like I'm come on really and then they it. and then the Broncos still lost in spectacular fashion Let's all right. We've got one last piece of business here, boys. We got we got limited time, and let's let's go through these defenses here. We got to get some people some streaming defense help for the weekend. So, who are we liking? Who are you, well, you who guys are, who don't are you like playing? them, but I still like the Green Bay Packers. Fool. I think this be, is foolish. Fool. I can't help it. I have to. I don't think this game is going to be as outlandish as it should be. Boo this Boo. man. <laughs> Bad choice. <laughs> but Not a fan. They're going to run the ball. Is going to slow the game down. That's what the Cowboys always do. The 47, I think, is actually... You're playing some weird format where rushing yards and rushing touchdowns against your defense don't take points away from your defense. Rushing yards don't, <laughs> but putting up touchdowns do. And that's where I think it they will be successful, is that I won't be surprised Zeke gets two touchdowns. But at the same point, I don't think that Cooper gets a touchdown. I don't think that Witten gets a touchdown. I mean, I just I don't see... Dak having that success passing the ball. They give up 15.5 points per game. To All right, well, everybody, ha- have a week. <laughs> have a week. I'm ending the show. Show's over. Don't be a hater. <laughs> Dak does not throw any touchdowns. He scrambles for three. You're he scrambles right. for three, and then he, he, he actually throws a lateral to Witten, who leaps the pile, <laughs> leaps the pile for the fourth touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Write it down. Just, just <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> They actually... Blake Jarwin stares on in amazement. All right, in amazement of what just wild happened. Wildcat man, it's just yeah, going wildcat. Right, Stumpy. There it goes, right over the pile. Here it goes. No it's going to be so impressive to watch a man jump with a falls down and fireman rolls into the end zone, <laughs> and Untouched. nobody touches him Untouched. because they're, they're so s- amazed at what they're seeing. They're so confused by it that it just let us let it happen. It's it's the most bizarre thing that ever happens. Uh, but right, you do next. have another name on this list that I like, that I, I, I'm i a little bit more high on. I'm a little bit closer to you on this one. Okay, and that's the 49ers. They've had a week off. They're going to be more prepared. And I just, 
Okay, so far, giving up 19 points per game to quarterback, giving up 14.1 to running backs, and give up 38 point or 35.8 points per game to the wide receiver. Like, I just I don't see the Browns really having that much success against them. At the same point, they've looked shaky already. The in having the next week to prepare and see them play, I think that they're going to be ready and able to take on the Browns pretty easily. You have the Niners at seven this week. Uh, so uh, they've been a top five defense to this point. I'm certainly not scared off by the matchup, but I'm also hesitant to put them any higher than that since the Browns just dropped to 40 on the yep. Ravens. That's the one fly in the ointment for any of it is the Browns. They dropping struggled that the first three weeks for sure, but against one of the better defenses in the league, they just dropped to 40. So I'm not. I'm not overly sold yet. I have the 49ers at eight. I am I am happy with you uh, to go. I'm sorry. I'm happy to go with you picking up the 49ers and start it. Um, now is where the show is going to come to its final penultimate screeching halt as we end the show. Take it away, Jason. Why should America not listen to any fantasy outlet at all in, in the world? That the Eagles are a streaming pickup this week. Go for it. talk, talk, talk all of America off the ledge. Let's go, man. I wish the Darnold was back to be a hundred percent honest, but I just I see them being able to move the ball. I think that Bell's going to tear up the Eagles, and it 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 makes me nervous. I mean, they have so much talent surrounding that quarterback that they will know what to do. Coming off a bye. Again, that always is an iffy thing because they have had an extra week to come up with ideas. And usually you have one or two teams. They're either going to sit there and squander it away or they're going to blow it up. And I think that this week it's going to be blown oh, up. Oh, good. So I don't have to waste my time pointing out that you're using the same narrative. <laughs> two Correct. Good. Okay, good. So we don't have to point that out to everyone who just listened. Okay, good. Good. We won't do that then. Uh, this feels like a classic Philadelphia Eagles DST trap. The week that you think they're going to be a great play, and then they just stink up the joint. I have. We, yeah, I, will I will give you that. I will give you that. This had, wait, there is precedent. This will exactly. go one of two ways. This will be a low-scoring, competitive game that the defenses both dominate, or the Eagles get out to a big lead and then just don't care in the second <laughs> half, squander it, and yeah. give up so many unnecessary yards and points that they turn into like a two or three point performance. I mean, I have the Eagles way down there. I think I have them, what do I got? 25 this week. All right. Well, you guys are way off hate the Eagles. on an island. The two of you guys, and I agree with you on most weeks because the Eagles defense is not good. And that's being polite. That's actually I get it with against the matchup against the Jets being the streamer, but the Jets and also with the no Darnold to prepare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no Darnold, sure, but they had the bye week to prepare with Falk, who started the week before anyway. That They've been ready for this game. All right. I'll be on my island with the rest of America by myself. I'm not, saying that, the, I'm not saying the Jets are going to come out and destroy the Eagles or anything. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be uh, as easy of a time for their defense as everybody okay. thinks it will. So I'm I'm good with playing the Eagles. I've got them as a start. So I'll be, I'll be over here myself enjoy your island I'm not, I'm not on the island let's be very clear about that it's me and all of america on the continental united states island while you two are in a dinghy somewhere floating to the virgin islands or something i don't know what's going on with, with that over there tried to get a whole episode without neil talking about my dinghy and we couldn't yeah. even do it 
No, we couldn't. But we did get a whole way through without Neil dropping an F-bomb. Woo! And we even talked about Chris Carson. We did it. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) We did it. Knock if you're with me. (laughs) That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the start set edition for week five. We hope we have helped you. We're not sure if we have. As always, we're right on brand here at importantnonsense.com. Again, I am Neil Smith. You can find me online, uh, well, on Fantasy Pros, if you just look up Neil Smith, but also uh, at nonsense underscore Neil on Twitter and the Fantasy Life app. You've got Jason Draven, that FF nerd, at that FF nerd on just about any social media platform you care to mention. Feel free to show up on the Fantasy Life app and overwhelm him with questions that we will help him try and battle through on Sunday morning. It is really funny to watch. Bananas. Uh, it is it is like watching someone volunteer to have their head set on fire run around for two hours. It is It's fine. It is <laughs> It's fine. Until the aneurysm. <laughs> and of course, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Bonham at nonsense underscore Steve on the Fantasy Life app. Uh, and obviously co owner with me of importantnonsense.com, the the uh, really the glue that holds all of this together because otherwise we would all blast off into the sun and also probably I'd be fine saying things that get edited by him because he's our editor. Uh, sure. Join yeah, us. That makes, that makes logical <laughs> sense. Yeah. Join us tonight. Uh, at, yeah, so excited. Uh, join us tonight for the first, hopefully recurring, we don't know yet, but first time that we will be answering your start-sit questions with that FF nerd uh, as important nonsense. 8.15 p.m. Eastern. There we go. 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Obviously, 7.15 p.m. Uh, Central. So check check your local listings. But we will be on uh, taking your questions, helping you get set for the weekend, and just generally kind of yucking it up with you guys. So that's really all we have for you this week. Unless anybody has any bawding or parting thoughts. No, I don't. Keep up the nonsense. Keep up the nonsense. Have a week, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Music for the Important Nonsense Podcast is provided by Benjamin Banger, Tritachion, and Admiral Bob. Thank you for listening, and be sure to keep up with all the latest content on importantnonsense.com.